but I want you to understand something about love. In order for you to give it, you must be willing to receive it. Be vulnerable. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. All of us have human needs and I think it's important for you to understand what they are so that you can recognize them in yourself and other people. That's very, very important. Okay, because remember earlier on, I said all behavior has a positive intention. You remember that, yes or no? Yeah. yeah? So if it's getting too warm in here, I'll know because you'll start to drift off to sleep. Earlier on, everyone was going, it's freezing, <laughs> and you're shaking. That's fine because at least you're awake. <laughs> so if you start to drift, just remember they're going to turn the temperature down again. So human needs. Now, some of you will be familiar with Tony Robbins. You've heard of Tony Robbins, okay? Um, I like to use his definition of human needs because he categorized them into six. But for all you Tony Robbins lovers out there thinking, hey, Jesson, you're copying Tony Robbins, here's what I have to say to you. He copied Maslow. How about that? He, co- he copied Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And he didn't copy it, he modeled it. Okay? So I prefer his definition because it's, it's actually in English. <laughs> I find it more useful, more easy to understand. So let's take a look. We've got six human needs we need to look at. Number one, certainty. Certainty. We all want to feel safe and secure and certain about things. Why? Because you're all control freaks. You don't like to lose control. It's got to be a sure thing. Yeah? It's like, for example, would you work for someone in a job not knowing how much wages you were going to get at the end of the month. (laughs) No, unless you were like completely carefree, but why would you want to know how much you're going to get paid? Certainty. Got bills to pay, I've got mortgage to pay, I've got this to do, right? So certainty is a very, very, very big, big, big human need. It can serve us and it can actually fail us at times if you're not careful. Yeah? Being too secure. Being too safe. Now, where will being too certain get, keep you stuck? In your comfort zone. If you always want everything to line up before it works out, then you're always going to be stuck here. Okay? Understand that success doesn't happen when all your ducks are lined up. It never has and it never will. Okay? Because whilst you're lining up all your ducks, someone's just gone... Whoosh, straight past you and achieved what it is you wanted to achieve. Okay? Next. Variety stroke uncertainty. Variety stroke uncertainty. Now, what does that mean? We all need some uncertainty in our lives. Are there any thrill seekers in the room? Anyone like, likes thrills? Yeah? <laughs> Dan, I know you ride motorbikes, so you're definitely <laughs> a thrill seeker, right? Good, some of you at home as well. Thrill-seeking, that's for variety, uncertainty. You like the thrill, yeah? Some of us like the thrill of things not, we don't know how it's going to work out, okay? Now, here's what happens. Sometimes you see politicians in the news, scandal, 
politician has a fear. Oh my God. Remember when you're pointing your finger? <laughs> politician has a fear. And they start beating the politician up just because he was trying to meet his need of variety and uncertainty. He got bored of his wife, <laughs> fancied a bit of variety, and he loved the thrill of the excitement of what might happen if we get caught. And we all bashed him about for it. Now, look, he's, he's still not a nice person for doing that, but what I mean is it met their human needs at the time. And when you understand that maybe sometimes you do things like that, you want to break the norm. You want to, like, have you, have you ever noticed that you go through the same thing over and over and over and over again? And what do you want? Sometimes you think, oh man, I just want to have a break from all of this. So you go off on a bender. <laughs> you go out and get smashed, whatever it is, yeah? And you just want a bit of variety. That's all you want. You just want a bit of variety. That's normal, okay? And it's good for you. Now, here's where I think it's really good it helps you become successful. Because successful people don't really know what the future holds, but they don't mind stepping into it to find out. Okay? So I want you to use uncertainty to help you. If you, especially you guys at home, if you feel right now your life isn't going the way that it should be, that's probably because you're doing the same thing every single day. And the very thing you need to do in order to become more successful is learn to live with more uncertainty. Your success depends on how uncertain you're willing to, to be and how much uncertainty you're willing to absorb. Not, every, not all of us want to do that. Yeah? Now, I truly believe when people go to me, Jessen, like, how have you succeeded in life? How have you made it in life? How have you done stuff in life? I truly believe it's because I'm partially ignorant. I'm almost ignorant to risk sometimes. Now, I've gotten better with it over the years, but it's made me a lot of mistakes in the past by that amount of uncertainty, just being blind, yeah? It, but it's a good thing, because I learned from it, yeah? So you've got to have that variety and uncertainty in your life. It's really, really important. Next, significance. Significance. Every single human being wants to feel important. Here's the challenge, though. Not everyone wants to admit it. Everyone wants to feel important. It's one of the deepest human desires. We all want to feel important. How do you feel when someone puts you down? You guys tell me. Sad? Shit. <laughs> High energy emotion. Angry. All this kind of stuff, yeah? Why? Because it's important to you. You want to feel important. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? It's actually good. I'm going to be very honest with you. One of my primary human needs is significance. Now, you might go, hang on a minute. What's that all about? I want to know that when I left this world, I had impact. So when I'm serving others, it's feeding my need of feeling important, like I've got a deeper sense of meaning and purpose in my life. That's a good thing. Where it becomes a problem, though, is if you become a big-headed fool going around thinking you're better than everybody else, yeah? So some people, again, all these needs serve you positively and negatively. They, they serve you in different ways. So have a look at your own life. Where has significance been getting in your way before? Feeling like you're important or better than everybody else, yeah? Think about that. Next, love and connection. Love and connection. 
all of us want to be loved. We want to be part of something. We want to be connected with people. Whether that's our, our family or our friends. Think about it. All, we, all, we all want to belong. We all want to feel loved. And we're going to talk a lot more about love while we're here this weekend. But I want you to understand something about love. In order for you to give it, you must be willing to receive it. Be vulnerable. It's one of the human needs that people don't tap into enough. Where does that primal instinct of feeling loved or wanting love come from? Deep down from when you were inside your mother's womb. To the very moment you were born, what do they do with newborn babies as soon as they're born? Where do they put them? Chest. Skin time, heart to heart, whatever you want to call it. Yeah? To reinforce that love. Safe. Love you. Connect. Yeah? And it's in us now. Some of us have just disconnected from it. From it. Some of us think it's not cool to be vulnerable. Some of us think it's not cool to feel loved. Some of us, and if this is floating around in your head, we're going to get rid of that while you're here this weekend, feel we don't deserve love. I've had people say that to me before. I don't deserve love. But it's, this, it's a need. I need it, but I don't deserve it. So they don't go looking for it. Yeah? They feel like they're, they're, not, they're unlovable, whatever you want to call it. Yeah? Next, growth. It's another one of our human needs. Growth. The constant desire to grow, to develop. Grow and develop. Everybody wants to grow more. We want to have more. We want to do more. We want to be more. We all want it. Every single one of us. We all want it. But the key around growing is making sure you're doing it in the right way. Doing it in a functional way. Doing it in a way that challenges you every single day, stretches you every single day. And then lastly, contribution. It's not the last need. It, these are not in hierarchical order, by the way. But contribution, giving back. Raise your hand, especially you at home, if you consider yourself charitable and like to help other people. Yeah? I think pretty much everybody likes to help someone. And that's because that feeds our need of contribution, giving back, giving to others, contributing to society, contributing to somebody else. That can be a great thing. It can also be a bad thing. Because like I said earlier on, some of you are helping others more than you help yourself. And here's, here's why. Because it, it feels good. And whilst it starts, some of us are so good at contributing to other, other people, it feels great. And because it feels great, we're doing it on purpose because it's addictive, because truly we're distracting from our own life. That's what we're doing. We like to give everybody else so much, which is fine, it's your human need, but some of us are overgiving to overcompensate for the fact that we're not achieving in other areas. We're also giving too much to delete what's really going on in our own world distract from the reality of it. I know if I keep helping other people, people will think I'm good. And if people think I'm good, then I can't possibly be wrong. But I feel bad inside because I'm not achieving in my life. But if I do this, I'll feel good. So now you create this conflict. Can you see what I'm talking about here? Raise your hand if this is making sense to you. Yeah? We create this conflict going on, inside out, inside out, conflict, pulling us apart. Yeah? So this is why I want you to understand your human needs. So here's what I want you to do now. Everybody at home as well, everybody at home as well, I want to list yours in order of importance. 
So write down all the human needs that you've just done, and I want you to write them in order of importance. Write them in order of importance. So which is the first, which is, which is one, which one's most important to you, and then second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Once you've done them, look at them again and sound check and ask, am I correct or do I need to move some of these? The others, and these will shift over time. Once you've got enough of the primary and secondary, you will start to go, right, let me, what other one's missing? Yeah? Like for me, like I really started focusing on significance and contribution once I sorted out my need of certainty, which was money. Yeah? So, so I, didn't, I wasn't always a speaker. I got my stuff together. I sorted out my finances. I sorted out my businesses. I, I became financially free to be able to allow me certainty to come and contribute and be significant. Feel important. Yeah? So these will shift over time. So I'm curious. People in the room, who'd like to share their top two? Yes, John. Number one, uh, certainty, followed by number three, significance. Certainty followed by significance. Okay, keep, keep the mic there. Keep the mic there, please. That's currently, obviously. Um, certainty followed by significance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what's driving your need of certainty right now? I think that I like to have, I always have liked to have my ducks in a row before I do anything. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that is preventing me from... So you always have liked? I've, I've always liked, yes, to have all my ducks in a row before I a attempt anything. And do you still like that's it now? No, that's not where I want to be. Um, but you that, currently... It, it, currently, it needs to shift. That needs to shift. Okay. Yeah. Good. I think that is acting as a, as a block to where I need to be. Cool. And the second one was significance. Significance, which is a bit, yeah. It's and where's that stemming from? Um, I think it's thinking more about the me than who I'm serving. Thinking of the... About me, everything, everything coming back to me rather than the person I want to serve. That's mm. where it has been, where I need to shift that. I need to flip that around. Sure. And think about who I'm, who I'm serving. Um, so you're making it about you? Yes, I have been making it about me, whereas I think I need to, well, I want to, is to make it about, you know, to give to serve, not give to receive. Good. Yeah. So, thank you. What John is saying there, for those of you at home as well, so you can understand, is he wants to feel important, but everything that he's doing to be important is focused on him benefiting, his personal gain. And what I want you to understand is you can still meet your need of significance by putting your attention onto other people. So, for example, when I help you, how does it make me feel? Important. Makes me feel good, but it also makes me feel like I have a purpose in life. Like, like I have a reason that I'm here. I'm here for a reason. It feeds my need of significance. And I do. I feel important. And it's great. But I'm not thinking about what's in it for me. So your need of significance, you've got to re revisit that because it's not a bad thing. It's how is it serving me? So we've got to look at that. Yeah? So down about Ben, isn't it? Ben, yeah. What, what, what's your one? Microphone. Sorry, guys. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> so everyone at home can hear. Guys, can we pick um, two people from at home as well? I'd like to know theirs in a minute. So it's growth as the number one and growth. contribution. So growth, help me to help others. So yep. once I've personally grown, I know that I can give back more. Brilliant. I love that. So 
Growth is the first one, and contribution is contribution. The so contribute in, in other people's lives. Yeah. Again, it all kind of interlinks. Mm -hmm. Significance is after. Yeah. To know that I've made a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. So the business I run now has helped others already, but that business now runs itself, mm. which is again now allowing me to do, to something do what else. I need to do. So it's interesting what Ben shared there. Yeah. Before. Before your business got to that stage, I'd imagine certainty was right up. Yes. Yeah? yeah. See what happened? It, it shifts. It's shifts. constantly shifting. It'll probably shift again once I'm of course it will. helping others. It'll shift again. 100%. And at some stage in your life, you might find your sweet spot where you just uh, float. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> just shove it, shoving a mic in his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah? If you notice how Ben's shifted, over the years, obviously when he's starting his business, getting going, certainty was right up there. Like, I've got to make this work. I've got to, you know, finances got to be secure, all that kind of stuff. But now his business is pretty much taking care of itself. He's shifted. He wants to give back. He wants to contribute. Yeah? But he also recognizes in himself that he needs to grow in order to be able to serve more people. So some of you listening to this might think, well, hang on a minute. Like John's listening to this going, hang on. Maybe I should replace my certainty with growth instead. Because if I grow more, I can be more significant because I'll be able to help more people. So some of us might be shifting while we're listening to some of the other people's. You know? So that's, those are really good. Those are really good. Well done. Some at home? Yep, we have some at home. Who, who is it? Have you got someone's name? Oh, you don't. You don't everyone. have to. I've got everyone's names. You've got everyone's <laughs> names. Vish has got all your names. Um, okay, so just pick one at random. Um, we have... Uh, here we go. Uh, Mahima. Yep. Love and connection. Love and connection is her first one. Yep. Okay. And second? Um, so, Merte, uh, contribution first, significance second. Okay. Oh, no, I think mean, Mahima had, I think Mahima's Ria, right? Um, she had, did you write down two or just one? Sorry. It was love and then connection. Love and then connection. I'm going to find. It's okay. That's fine. Now, here's the thing. Um, anyone who wrote love and connection as a primary human need, there's a reason why they're writing that now. It's because they're potentially not feeling it at the moment. If you had that already, would it be high up on your needs right now? No. No. Yeah? So, think about it. Understand. Voids create values in people. If there's an empty space in your life, you're going to want to fill it. So if you're missing love right now, what do you want to do? More love. So that shoots up your primary needs now, human needs. Love and connection comes right to the top. Because I don't feel very loved right now. Ever felt that before? I don't feel loved. I'm not loved. I don't feel loved anymore. So your need for love goes right up top. What happens when you start to feel loved? It starts to drop. Yes? Sorry? What do you mean? You feel like you don't love anybody. Yeah, you can feel that. But again, the only reason why people feel that they don't love anyone is because they're not willing to receive love themselves. But deep down they do and they're fighting it. Some people push love and connection right to the bottom of the pile, push it down there, because they feel they don't need it. But you, when you push love, when you bury love, you're fighting a primal instinct that's in you from the minute, the second you're born. Onto your mum's chest. Second, you're, you're suppressing something that you need to survive. 
So you run around telling everybody else that I don't love anyone, I don't want anyone to love me. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Okay? If you want a good example, seeing as it's festive, go and watch The Grinch. Okay? <laughs> go and watch the film The Grinch. If you know what it is, go and watch The Grinch. What happens in the end? If you don't know, he feels love and connection with the rest of the people in the town again. He's happy again. Yeah? But as a child, he hated Christmas because he got, again, emotional wound as a kid. <laughs> then he hated Christmas, so he didn't want any love. He hated everything. Rah, hate everything. And he really, all he really wanted deep down, if you watch that film, is to feel what? Love. So we all want it. We just suppress it because we just feel consciously it's not what we want. But then our unconscious mind does what? Brings it up. That's what it does. Yeah? Was there any more, um, Vish? There, there are loads. Um, I'd like you to, um, to take this one. This is from uh, Julie. Certainty and then variety. Ooh. Interesting. So they have a need for certainty, but the secondary one is variety. Okay? So what I would say is really happening there is... Julie? is fighting variety and saying certainty because it sounds right. That's what I'd say she's doing. And what I mean by that is, it's politically correct to want to be safe. It's bonkers to want variety. It's bonkers to want to live with uncertainty. So Julie, what I say to you is, be you. Embrace yourself. Put that at number one if you really, really want to, because my suspicion tells me you're, you're suppressing it. Subconsciously, you want it to be number one, but it feels safer to say number, no, make it number two. Yeah? So don't suppress it. Be who you are. Be who you are. Okay? Good. Any more questions on values? Any more questions on human needs? Anything before we move on? Yeah, so with uh, love and connection, is that all about uh, trying to receive love, or is it, can it be self-love as well? It's, yes, good question. So thank you for asking that. Ree's question was with, with love and connection, is it about um, uh, receiving love or self-love as well? Okay? It's both. It's both. Yeah? And here's the thing. Some of us are spending a lot of our time looking for external validation from people to feel loved. Now, whilst we all want to feel love, where does love begin? With yourself. This is what I would say to people. If you can't stand in the mirror and say, I love you to yourself, then you have no right to say, I love you to somebody else. How dare you kiss your kids in the morning and say, I love you? When, when they go off, off, they go to school, and then you look in the mirror and say, I don't like you. It's difficult. But that's not self-love. Yeah? You have to love yourself. Love yourself. Look, there are things about you that are great. There are also things about you that aren't so great. And that's fine. Love them. Love everything. Love all your flaws. Love all your failures. Love everything about yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. But love and connection, 110% you're absolutely right. It's not just about receiving it from external situations. You've got to love yourself first before you receive it from them. Yeah? It's just like when you're doing stuff to impress people. When you're doing stuff to impress people, why are you doing that? External validation. You don't need external validation. You need to validate yourself first. That's what's important. Yes, Roseanne? How do you do it? That's why you're here. 
So forget the mic because you didn't hear it at home. Roseanne's question was, how do you do it, though, because I find it really hard? Yeah, then that's why you're here. Right? And if you find it hard to love yourself, oh boy, are you going to enjoy tomorrow. <laughs> so what we're going to do is take us through a process that's really going to help us connect with love as, a, as an emotion, as an emotion for, for every single one of us. And then the other thing I'll say again, remember, watch your language. I find it really hard to love myself. Remember, your brain's like Google, yeah? Your brain's like, I believe God, the creator, whoever you believed in, created Google before Google did. If you say to your brain, I find it really hard, it's going to give you a hundred reasons why it's hard. If you say to your brain, I'd like to love myself more, what would it do? It will search, off it goes, looking for a hundred ways, yeah? Ollie? Check one, two. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said write down your, first, your, your human needs, your first thing comes to mind, first thing I wrote down was I'm not sure. And then it's not like certainty, like you explained earlier. Mm. Um, it's just I'm generally not sure. So then thinking about it, it's changed. Because I've been living sort of a, a one-track life. I've been repeating the same pattern on and on and on. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see the sides got blinkers on. And I don't know how to change, but I won't change. Does that make sense? So you would like to change? I think, I need, I think what I need is I need to change because I'm doing the same thing over and over and over. When you say same thing, are you talking about life. work? They're just the whole pattern of life is repetitive. Yeah, so you're stuck in a certain pattern. Yeah. So you're really, the fact that you want to change it tells me that variety is popping up at the top. Yeah? You want, a bit, you want to change? Yeah. Yeah, you want, you want to change, okay? And, and you've also got a conflict. How. The question is how? That's why you're here. Okay. To break these patterns. So make it number one. It, it's a need of yours. You want change. You want variety. You want spice, whatever mm. you want to call it. Yeah. Make it, make, look, people always get their musts. Always understand that. You always get what, what you must about. I must get this. I must get that. I must achieve this. You will always get it, okay? So put it as number one. Make it a must. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mind Over Money podcast. I have an invitation for you right now. If you would like to learn how to become a world-class public speaker, maybe you'd like to be, be someone who goes out and shares your gift with the world, makes, it, makes this world a better place, motivate, inspire people. Or maybe you'd like to be someone who's, who's got a business and you learn how to grow that business through selling one-to-many on the stage. Wherever you are, whether you're looking to motivate people or grow your company, public speaking is one of the best tools you can use. And I'm grateful and blessed to have trained thousands of entrepreneurs in this and having been on multiple stages myself sharing my message with thousands of people globally i feel i'm blessed and skilled to be able to share that with you now look somewhere around the description there's a link click on it get yourself booked in and have a conversation with one of my team during that conversation they'll discuss what kind of speaker are you and what you could be for example are you a motivational speaker or are you a business speaker a speak to sell speaker or are you just going to look at becoming a trainer because look hey we're looking for more we're always looking for more speakers and trainers and people that we can bring into our team as well they'll also identify what your income goals could potentially be over the next 12 months once you qualify as a professional speaker look because look it might be great for you to go out and help people but you may as well get paid for it as well all right so we'll discuss that with you on the call so look jump on the call speak to my team 
find out which is the best option for you and get involved in this beautiful craft called public speaking. And I promise you, it will bring you the most fulfillment ever. So go ahead in the description, click on the link and book yourself in with one of my team right now. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.